With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha.
perfect. And I just followed you on Instagram. Know you really into women and that you get around. No, I ain't judging, I'm just asking if they're fur to say. But either way, it's my opinion, you know, give or take. DJ Chris Stout. I told his model chick, the girls look up to you and the things you do. Every nigga you work with, you screw so you know when she grow up, you know what she gon' do. She's like, you don't know me, you don't pay my bills, you don't know my struggle. Like that shit real, but it is what it is. But I know you lying, I know what's real. I know your worth, I know that person. Ten bands, shout it. You can't pay your bills, yeah, you wanna know? I give you the respect that you earn, that you earn. Meditation. 
gratitude. I've been studying meditation probably closer to 20 years. But, I, you know, honestly, I've only started doing it very religiously, very dedicated probably the last year because, like a lot of people, my mind goes fast and it's very hard to calm down and relax. But I've discovered a way to do that that's much easier. Okay. For someone who may be new to this, what can they do to – what can they expect to gain from meditation? Well, there's a lot of documented studies that show that meditation improves the immune system. It reduces the chance of disease and cardiovascular issues. Um, it makes you calmer. It will allow you to have better communications and relationships because you'll be less reactive. And it also helps you manifest things that you want to bring into your life. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do need that, and I think this is, when we talk about meditation, we talk about spirituality as well. You know, it really doesn't matter. I'm sure that my personal belief is that if you meditate long enough, you're going to realize there's a greater force that's, you know, in, in charge of the whole universe. But you don't have to go into it with any religious tenet. You can just do it for your own peace of mind and stress reduction. Okay. And what would you say is probably the best place for meditation? Well, I would say that consistency is very important. For example, my husband and I get up every morning, and we do it in the morning sitting at the kitchen table um, before we start our day. So the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, I just stress consistency so it becomes a habit, just like brushing your teeth. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. That makes that definitely makes sense tomorrow. I like that. I like that simile that you use. Um, so, what are some misunderstandings do people have about meditation? Because we think when we think of meditation, we think probably like yoga, doing the arms and sounding crazy. Right. Now. Well, and I think that that's a misconception that that's one of my missions on this planet is to help people understand meditation is not for, for, you don't have to be some guru and you don't have to sit cross-legged and you don't have to chant or be some kind of a new age woo-woo. All you have to do is recognize that when you take that 10 or 20 minutes every day for silence, that you're, you're resetting your brain as if you would reset your computer and you're, you're gaining health benefits and you're gaining thinking benefits and you're gaining a sense of inner peace that we so desperately need in this world today. Mm-hmm. I do agree. It is Meditation is that thing that nourishes our spirit. It's that fuel for our spiritual growth and that key for our essence. Simply put, it's, it's really the connection with the divine to me. Absolutely. When, let me ask this, though. When when did it actually start becoming so popular in the West? Probably about 40 years ago. It really came from the East and, and both from India and from um, China, and people started brought, brought it over here with yoga. Trans, uh, transcendental meditation is what started it all. But now it's just okay. a, very, a very common thing. Okay. So how is it different from relaxation, thinking, concentration, or self-hypnosis? Well, the difference with hypnosis is you're actually programming, you're actually programming in uh, an idea. You're programming in something for people to do, like say quit smoking or lose weight or something like that. But when it comes to meditation, you're trying your best to be silent. Okay. Now, can 
can anyone really learn to meditate from a book or a DVD, or do you need a teacher to help you along with this, or can you do it on your own? Oh, absolutely you can do it on your own. Now, what I recommend for your listeners, especially people who have never meditated, is go online and look. go onto YouTube. In the search box, type in meditation or deep meditation, and you will find literally hundreds, hundreds of search criteria that will come back that will have YouTube videos that you can listen to for free, and you can just close your eyes and meditate for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, and, and, and experience, experience it through different types of music, and that's perfectly fine. Okay. So I, I'm getting to understand that this, so the best way to really learn meditation is just to do it, and I'm sure children can meditate as well, correct? Absolutely. In fact, I would love to see more and more children in the elementary school age learn because I believe that we can have a lot fewer children on uh, medication. You know, let's do medication right. instead right. of medication. You know what? That would be a great idea and I, for my girls. And I think also meditation, I think that will clear the mind where you could boost your degree because you, you have a clear thinking pattern. Right. Absolutely. But uh, really what? When you're meditating, do you have to concentrate? No, the whole idea is your mind clear. And you just have to let those thoughts that come through your mind kind of pass right through your mind so that you don't, you know, people get stressed out. They start worrying about the bills mm-hmm. and the kids. Yes, ma'am. You just have to keep your mind, just let those thoughts come and don't get angry about them. Just let them come. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good to me. I think we all. I think anyone out there can understand. We deal with these matters every day to day, and <laughs> you don't know how to make these things go away. So this would be a good way to put your brain out that type of business and put to some good usefulness of using meditation. I think that's a great idea. So what exactly Absolutely. is the difference? So what's the difference between what you do and maybe transcendental meditation? So the difference in what I do and Transcendental Meditation is after a person has about 10 minutes of the relaxation, which would be like the Transcendental, um, is I have them think about what they'd like to create in their life. And through doing that, like you had mentioned, the, the connection with the divine, once we're in that relaxed state is the best time what I consider to be almost a meditative prayer because you're able you're able to to given that connection with the divine, you're able to do that. And through that, you're able to say, this is what I would like. Please bring this to me. And you see a picture of it. And then you're better able, you're better able to create it. Okay. I'm so amazed because you pride yourself on, on this type of stuff. Cause we do, we take life too seriously. Sometimes we don't know how to actually manage our, how to manage work and have a lifestyle at the same time while going berserk altogether. But, um, you know, I hear of mindfulness being spoken of as the heart of Buddhist meditation. Tamara, can you tell us more about this? A Buddhist meditation? Yes, ma'am. A Buddhist meditation. In Buddhist meditation, they they believe in just being there. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Uh-oh. Tamara, Tamara, are you um, there? Yes, the phone's buzzing. Are you okay. me? Yes, ma'am. I can hear you a little bit. It's going, yeah, it's trying to go in and out. 
Okay, I can hear. I thought I think we're having a little bit of a bad connection. And Buddhist meditation and regular is a simple fact that with the Buddhist being very and still and regular is you're able to think things as I can I can hear it a little bit too. It's going. It's trying to go in and out. it's going in and out. Okay, but I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, you know, we always got Skype. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> if we got to, we look, we'll look, we'll make this work. That's one thing about it. we will make anything work. Nothing's gonna stop this. Go ahead, Tamara. Absolutely. We, we talk, now, we were talking about um, mindfulness being spoken of at the heart of Buddhist meditation, and you were telling us more about it. Well, the Buddhist meditation believes, and, and let's just be really clear right now without getting into anything religious, the Buddhists believe that there's no such thing as God. They just believe in energy. So where oh. we, if we're if we're from the, the West in the United States, you know, we kind of grow up with the religious of uh, there being a God. And so when we pray, we pray to God. The Buddhists, however, don't pray. They just believe in having an empty mind and that that brings peace and that peace is their religion. So that's the difference, you know. It's, it seems like a small difference, but it's pretty significant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't not imagine going wild not believing that things just happen on their own, that there is no God or there's no devil involved. You know, I, I, I can't imagine life like that, but I know there are some people who believe in that. I don't know how, but, you know, like I always tell people, each of their own. I don't stop you from believing in what you believe, and don't stop me from believing in what I believe. And that's, that's where the debate always, right, that's where the debate going to always come up at because, you always going to have somebody on one side arguing about this. When it comes to God, I'm not going to argue with you. No, I'm not going to sit there and argue with you. I'm not going to argue about the Bible with you. I had one guy on Twitter wanted to argue with me tomorrow, and I I just blocked him. I'm not going to sit here and go there because anytime time you got to argue about that, then that's a problem for me. I'm not going to argue. You believe right. in what you believe? Right. That's crazy. No, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. So how do you actually start if you want to try mindfulness meditation? If you want to try meditation, the best way to start is to, like I said, be, have a consistent practice that you do every day around the same time. Don't have caffeine before you do it because that's going to be very, very difficult for you to relax your mind. So do it with a with a rested mind um, and mm-hmm. try to just give yourself. You know what I say? I say start with ten minutes at a time. Don't try to don't try okay. to sit there for half an hour. Okay. Now, um, yeah, start start briefly. Start, you know, why why try to torture yourself and and do it for a, a half hour at a time when that's going to be even five minutes is challenging for some people when they first start out. Right. Well, you know, they always say you can listen to some nice meditative music if you want to, and um, most of the time you'll hear some techniques such as forgiving everyone and oneself, or also not falling be very helpful too. Absolutely. I think, and you know what, and there's something else that I'll share with your listeners, that when they look on YouTube and they start trying to focus on um, on YouTube, finding 
um, sound waves. A lot of them have special tones in them, and it's called binaural beat waves. That's B-I-N-U-R-A-L. And when they can find okay. a, free YouTube, a free YouTube sound that has binaural beat waves, that helps their brain relax really quickly. So what are you likely to feel when you start meditating? Well, you become very peaceful. Um, one of the mm-hmm. things that I recommend is taking deep breaths through the nose and then just allowing your body to relax. So you start with, I start with my toes, and I work my way all the way up to the top of my head. And then when my body's completely relaxed, the breath kind of takes on its own, its own you know, uh, rhythm. And then I do that for about 10 minutes, and then I start thinking about things I'd like to create in my life, you know, better, better relationships, whether it's a, a more mm-hmm. job, a better job, more clients, whatever it might be. Okay. Now, is there a certain way that you may have to sit in order for meditation to actually come out to be good for you? Is there? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Yes, ma'am. Is there a certain way that you need to be positioned to actually to sit in order for the meditation to come out to be good for you, do you need to be in a chair? Can you be cross-legged? Oh, that's a great question. In fact, the most important thing is to have a straight spine because the way that energy oh. runs through our body, that it's important to have a straight spine so that we are going into full meditation. Now, some people will try it laying down if they have if they have hip joint problems. That's fine, but the important thing is if you fall asleep, then you're not meditating, you're sleeping. So that's why I recommend that people try it sitting up. Okay. Now, also, let's get into your book, Tamara. I like your book, The Law of Distraction and Art of Intention, because um, I never would have thought of that. You, it kind of threw me off a little bit because I was thinking of Law of Attraction, but this is detra- Distraction and Art of Intention. So what will we find in this book of yours? Well, in this book, you will find more. You'll find more reasons. You'll find the health benefits and the neuroscience benefits of why you meditate. And then on top of that, you'll also it die. It does dive down into spirituality, and it's delivered in a in a humorous way. Okay. And now you spoke. You know, and, it, and, and oh. it, yeah, and it talks about it's humorous, and it helps you get to the to the root of self-healing and self-limiting beliefs, which I think you'll agree that we all have. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. I do. I do agree with you on that one. Yes, I do. Now, also, you just spoke on neuroscience. You mentioned that. How does that help change our behavior? Well, the way that neuroscience works, just in a nutshell, is that we believe, we, we, we get certain beliefs in our brain at a young age and this creates what's called neural pathways. And these neural pathways are connected to our the neurotransmitters that are that are put out. So in other words, say you're young and you get bit by a dog. Now, when you got bit by that dog, your brain released a lot of chemicals that looked like cortisol and adrenaline because it made you you got scared, maybe you were hurt, your body went into fight or flight. So all of those associations became cemented in your brain with a neural pathway. So now, 20 years later, you're walking down the street and a dog barks, and all of those same chemicals are going to be released because your body remembers everything that happens to you. And so if if something happens to you that's significant enough, your body memorizes the emotion. And so you can see how in different cases 
that we can continue to go through our life over and over again, avoiding certain things from a fear that really is irrelevant. But, you know, I'm hearing that this neuroscience will show that people have, like, no real free will and that people are not truly responsible for their actions uh, where it will come to the point where my brain made me do it. Yeah, and that, you know, and you, you know as well as I do that that's just kind of a bailout. Once we realize that there's a way for a better life and that we have the opportunity and the power to change ourselves, we really don't get away with blaming it on anything else anymore. Right. I, well, I would love to go commit something and say, oh, yeah, my brain made me do it. I have I have seen cases where it, it has happened. People actually brain, blame something else, and I was always curious. I'm like, you really going to blame it on that? I don't understand. Um, <laughs> how you actually do that, but okay, if that's a, a, a reason you want to go with and go right ahead. So what yeah. exactly, and Tamara, in your opinion, what exactly is the law of attraction? Because I always learned that, you know, uh, negative attracts negative, positive attracts positive. Well, yeah, whatever you think about, you bring about. I mean, that's that's just the way that it cuts down to it. Okay. That's what yeah, I like. I mean, yeah, like yeah, you you know, there's and I don't want to get too heavy duty for your listeners, but basically, right. you know, we we attract what we are. And so what we think about we bring about. And so if we continue to think about something, it's just ultimately we're gonna bring it out. Right. So so also you mentioned you talk also about quantum physics. So how does this actually work? Uh, well, on a quantum level, on a quantum level, now we're getting into a different kind of science, but on a quantum level, everything everything is energy. So on a subatomic level, as Einstein discovered, everything operates in energy. And so we are actually created, our bodies are actually created of the same energy that everything else is. So in, in science, there's what we know as a big field, and we're all a part of this field. So when we put our attention and our energy on something that we desire – we tend to draw circumstances into our lives that help us attract those things. Okay. I think I can follow. I'm, I'm following on that one with you. Yeah, I've, I've never been too much good at science, but I can comprehend that. I definitely can. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so the key to getting ahead at work and in life, you speak of three ways to wonderful. The three ways to wonderful. The first way to wonderful is to lighten up, I think. And that's why this book and a couple of my prior books are humorous because I think that people take themselves entirely too seriously. And so when we mm-hmm. when we can laugh, you know, when we can laugh at ourselves, then it's easier to learn and it's easier to just accept things the way that they are. Right. And, and it's nothing wrong. I'm sure Tamara could agree with me. It's nothing wrong with laughing out loud just just try not to do too much of it because then, you know, people sort of think you're actually crazy and we don't want them to start calling the psychiatric war. Right. So I kind of be going to laugh a little too much out there until you tell me, like, okay, I, I said that joke five minutes ago and you still laughing. That's that's the problem. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, uh, sometimes I can be found at a stop sign laughing all by myself. So, yeah, maybe I am crazy. <laughs> I talk to myself. I do. I talk to myself. And I had one guy who said, are you talking to yourself? I said, I sure am. But I'm not going to answer myself. So I, 
You know, it's nothing wrong with <laughs> Because sometimes I talk. Sometimes it's better when you talk out loud to yourself because it gets bogged up in your mind when you're thinking silently. You be like, hold on, now I got two or three thoughts going on together. I'm trying to focus on one. So that's why sometimes I talk to myself out loud. I do. I do it all the time. And people look at me like, uh oh, you are you? I don't see anybody around. Yeah, I'm talking to myself. It's normal. That's funny. That's true, though. We we all communicate with ourselves, and some people do it verbal, so there's nothing wrong with that. It sure isn't. Now, because we're speaking on humor, how does it heal and reveal our greater self? How do we heal our greater self? By 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 having this laughter in our life, how does this heal and reveal our greater self? Oh, well, there's been plenty of studies done. In fact, the famous doctor, Norm Sheely, actually had a terminal illness. And when he was diagnosed with this terminal illness, he went and he rented a bunch of Abbott and Costello movies, and he just sat there and watched them repeatedly. And he, he wrote a book on it that talks about how the power of laughter actually healed his disease. So what happens on a neuroscience level is when we laugh, our brains release chemicals, neodorphin and um, dopamine, and those chemicals have a reaction in our in our bodies, in our cellular structures. And so we actually absolutely can heal our bodies through our thoughts and emotions. Hmm. Wow, that, that really goes really deep. And you know I have heard of other people talking about using, using quantum energy and scalar energy to heal themselves as well. Absolutely. Well, and you know, you've heard of the placebo effect. I'm sure your listeners have too. The placebo effect is when a doctor gives you a pill that really is nothing Mm -hmm. more than a sugar pill, but he tells you this is going to fix your problem. And then you go home and you believe him because he's your doctor and then your problem is gone. And that's the placebo effect. It's It's very famous and it's very well documented that people heal their bodies with their minds, believing that they have a medicine when it's really not even a medicine. Wow. Okay, so this like, so Tamara, let me get my understanding. This is almost like using psychology on someone. If they say they're cold, you say, okay, I'm going to turn up the heat. It's all part of their mind. Now they're thinking they're actually hot because I have had that done before because um, I work in the service business. Customers say, oh, I'm I'm cold. I say, okay, I go ask the engineer to turn up the heat. Engineer really never does on time like they want. Then I go back. I say, are you okay? Yeah, I feel warm. But when I actually, the heat was never turned up, but I think it's all part of the mind, like you was explaining that. Okay, I'm going to give you this pill. We're going to make it look like it's going to work for you. Actually, it's not working, but in your heart, you believe in this work. Okay, I'm cured. That pill actually didn't do the job, but it was all part of your mind. The mind plays, it plays wonderful little tricks on us. It's very, that's why we have to stay strong, eat healthy, exercise, because we got to keep this mind going, because it will make you think you're actually going crazy sometimes. Like my children try to make me think I'm going loony when they do something and know they moved it. And I'll be like, okay, so you moved it. I know I'm not going crazy because nobody in the house, nobody else touched it but you too. And they make you think you actually going loony. I say if it wasn't for me having good sense, I'll be in the loony band right now. I would. Absolutely. And I love I love the <laughs> example you gave about, about the heat. That's a perfect example. And, and you have to remember to go a step deeper it's not it's not 
just your mind when it comes to the placebo effect. It's what your cells are doing. So it, it's a difference between just saying, okay, well, I, I'm going to believe that, so now, now she turned the heat up, now I feel warm. When it comes to disease, just imagine what's involved with that. That's like your body is releasing these chemicals that say, oh, we're supposed to heal now, so let's heal. And what that tells us is the body is perfectly capable of healing itself, and, and, and maybe we don't even need the doctors that we think we need. Right. We don't. That's why I think everybody's doing alternative medicines now. People are getting away from the Western traditions. Uh, Me, on the other hand, I have not sought out to do that, but I don't keep a closed mind on it. You know, um, I think a lot of people are doing it. um, Some people don't believe in vaccinations. I mean, and I don't don't stop nobody from their belief. Like I said, if that's what you choose to do, then go right ahead, because I think it's all a learning experience for all of us. We have to live to learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to live to learn. We keep learning and we keep growing, and that's how we become better people. Right. And I think that builds resilience, especially when you look at pain. I mean, I guess I could put it like this, looking at pain as an opportunity to learn and problem solve and build that confidence and that habit of moving towards the pain instead of actually running from it. That goes a long ways in terms of building resilience. But that's what a lot of times we do. We run from our problems. But you got to you got to go towards that problem in order to stop it and get on out the way because every time you keep running from it, it's never going to be solved. Absolutely. So, Tamara, what what's the best advice you probably like to give right now, and how do you apply it for yourself? Well, the best advice I would give goes back to those three ways of wonderful, and the first one is to not take yourself too seriously. And the second is to give it back. And what I mean by that is we always, no matter how depressed or upset or whatever we are, that's the best time to do something for someone else because we get so stuck in our own little world and our own little ego that we forget there's a whole lot of other people out in the world that have it a lot worse than us. So just do something nice for someone else, and it's amazing how it can lift your spirit. Oh, that's wonderful advice, I think. I think all of us could take that advice and go with that today. We sure can. We don't need to question that. Also, you already are a host of your own show, which focuses on top experts in science, psychology, spiritually, and personal professional development. Absolutely. I have had it. I've had this show for about, I want to say, seven years, five or seven years. Oh, good. So, what can we catch it at? You can go to www.spiritsalad.com. Okay. And also, uh, Tamara is, other than her being a personal and professional developed expert, she's also a longtime real estate agent, if anybody needs help out there, and a yoga practitioner. You do it all, Tamara. I love that. You do it all. And you're an expert in wine, drinking it, but not making it. (laughs) I like my wine. I know that's why it's nothing wrong with a good a good glass of wine. I had a lady on my show um, who has a Parkinson's disease, and her book is called Shake, Rattle, and Roll with It. And she said that's what oh. you need, a good glass of wine. I don't think it's nothing wrong with it. I need to, look, I definitely need to start because sometimes dealing with children, they're getting on your last nerves, and I don't have nothing to calm my nerves. And I said, that's probably why my nerves, that's all why I go crazy. I don't have nothing to drink. I need to start <laughs> well, you know what I always say is Jesus, Jesus liked a good glass of wine, so why can't I? Right, 
right. I need to start. But, I, you know, I've I got to get used to the taste because I try and I'm like, ooh, I don't like this. Because I, I didn't grow up drinking. I, I would see my mother do it, but I'm like, okay, that's her thing. And I can feel I could tell you about it as a waitress, but just drinking it, I'd be like, oh, I'm not feeling it. But I might need to start getting that. But I got to start because, boy, I tell you, sometimes that little stress gets to you like, dang, that looks so good. I need to drink something. So well, you know what you could you do is you can start start with a sweet wine. Usually, if you don't have okay. a taste for wine, you can start with a sweet wine, and then that tastes better. Okay. Well, Tamara, it's been a blessing to have you on this show, guiding us through the spiritual world, telling us about neuroscience and everything. Please make sure you catch Tamara's show, and she on spoke of it. And also, you can go to her website at TamaraDoris.com. That's T. That's Tamara T A M A R A and Doris. D-O-R-R-I-S dot com. And make sure to pick up her book, The Law of Distraction and Art of Intention. She has so many other books out there that you can't even imagine. This woman is amazing. But, Tamara, thank you so much for being on. I really enjoyed your time. I enjoyed being on the show so much. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. It sure has, and you know we gotta, you know we gotta stay in touch. That's what I like to do with all my guests. I love to stay in touch and know what's going on. Know if you got a good book, another good book coming out. You know that means a lot to me because I love to stay on my reading. Absolutely, I'd be, I'd be an honor to be back on the show. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome, and God bless you. Happy holidays to you too, Samara. Thank you. Happy holidays to you, and God bless you too. Thank you. Everyone, I appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure you listen in to my girl, Tamara, and pick up her book, as I said. And before I leave, you know I got to give you my truth for the day from my friend, Mary Ella, which is demonstrate love through your thoughts, words, and deeds. Always express a feeling of warmth. A loving mood can touch the hearts of all who surround you. Reach out to someone you care deeply for and have lost touch with through the years. Freedom of knowing you can say anything to the people you care for as long as you say it with time, words, and correct tone of voice, which I have told you before, listeners. Um, life is too short. Don't let your last words be something negative or you just can say what you really need to say. Also, foster this freedom through being open with affection and words of appreciation. Today, express your feelings as this will expand your relationship. Enjoy the day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 